You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Brett. And I'm Steven. And we are the, the Broadway, Broadway Husbands. Husbands. We are your all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, Make sure you leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. Make sure to check out the Broadway Podcast Network, which we are very proud to be members of. Go to bpn.fm backslash husbands to check out all of our episodes, leave a review, and also check out broadwaylifeapparel.com, where we have designed Broadway-themed apparel and some of it actually goes to benefit the Actors Fund during this COVID-19 crisis. So if you want to help make a difference and get something in return, check out broadwaylifeapparel.com. Well, we have been in Pittsburgh since about 16 days after the Broadway shutdown. And so it will be six weeks tomorrow. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness, we've been here for six weeks weeks and by the time this airs this is brett i will have had my birthday what and wait your birthday is coming up yeah (laughs) just kidding (laughs) and let's say okay so wicked isn't happening so what have we been doing with our time i have been coaching a lot with the broadway life coach that's my side business so if you're anyone who wants to be an aspiring actor and is looking for advice or coaching, check out broadwaylifecoach.com. Steven is teaching. I've been teaching ballet at Ballet Academy East um, on Wednesdays and Fridays, and also training privately and group classes at Ballet Beautiful. Um, Yeah, you can check out my schedule on my Instagram. I usually post it there. And we... I try to work out every day. I've done a little better the last couple of weeks. I've been taking class, which has been fun. Um, I've been, we've been taking long walks together. Lots of walks. Lots of walks. In fact, we just took a walk and we saw four deer. Just right in the yard next to A couple ours. bunny rabbits. Bunny rabbits. We heard a cat like meowing, I Maybe guess. it was in heat. I don't know what was going on, but. Doing something. The cats are out. The bunnies are out. The, the deer are out. are out. And we're sort Everyone's of like, out. you can't see this in the East Village. No. So it's certainly been kind of a nice little break to get a little nature in our lives. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a deer running down 7th Street in the East Village. But, or somebody dressed like Or a somebody deer. pretending to be a deer. <laughs> <laughs> but so on tonight's episode, we're calling it The Love Languages. We were asked by actually by a couple people have suggested what are your love languages and we didn't know. So we looked up the five love languages. If you don't know what the five love languages is, it's a book. And um, there's a website, fivelovelanguages.com, where you can take a quiz. Now and find out what language you most respond to or communicate to. So, so we're gonna take. We the quiz decided we're together. gonna take the quiz out loud with you all, and then tell you the results, and we'll discover it all together. So while you're listening to this, or maybe you want to take it with us, go to fivelovelanguages.com. Uh, maybe you'll think about what your 
answers are. All right, Brett's computer, I can see it. So you can, can you turn your computer okay. so I don't see it? Fine. Okay, good. So wait, so I still can see it. What's All your, right. What's your gender? Gender. Okay, that's easy. Done. Male. Age. Age. <laughs> 35 to 44. What? Okay. Married or in a relationship? Married. Yes. Have you read The Five Languages by Gary Chapman as the, as the Gary author? Gary Chapman is the author. No. <laughs> Somebody, hey, Gary, if you want to send us a copy, we'll read it. We would it. love to read it. It's more meaningful to me when I, I receive a loving note slash text email for no special reason from my loved one or my partner and I hug. It's more meaningful to me when I can spend alone time with my partner, just the two of us, or my partner does something practical to help me out. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other, or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. It's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me like filling my car or doing my laundry, or my partner and I touch. It's more meaningful to me when my partner puts his or her arm around me when we're in public, or my partner surprises me with a gift. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything, or I hold hands with my partner. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift, or I hear, I love you from my partner. Mm, that's a tough one. It is. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with my partner or I unexpectedly get small gifts from my partner. It's more meaningful to me when I hear my partner tell me I am proud of you or my partner helps me with a task. It's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with my partner or I hear supportive words from my partner. It's more meaningful to me when my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things or I feel connected to my partner through a hug. It's more meaningful to me when I hear praise from my partner or my partner gives me something that shows he or she was really thinking about me. Mm -hmm. It's more meaningful to me when I'm about to just be, when I'm able to be around my partner or I get a back rub or a massage from my partner. It's more meaningful to me when my partner reacts positively to something I've accomplished or my partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner and I kiss frequently or I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. Oh, I don't know if I meant to answer. Really. It's more meaningful to me when my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete or my partner gives me an exciting gift. It's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance or my partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. Hmm. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I share non-sexual touch in public or my partner offers to run errands for me. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner does a bit more than his or her normal share of the responsibilities we share around the house, work-related, etc., or 
I get a gift that I know my partner puts thought into choosing. Hmm. Hmm. That's it's, hard. Yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't check his Wait, wait. I don't know. I don't know. I still wait. Pick one. I don't know. Pick one, Stephen. Doesn't matter. Go. It's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't check his or her phone while talking, or my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. It's more meaningful to me when I can look forward to a holiday because of a gift I anticipate receiving, or I hear the words, I appreciate you, from my partner. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner brings me a little gift after he or she has been traveling without me, or my partner takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do at the time. It's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking, or gift giving is an important part of our relationship. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner helps me out when he or she knows I'm already tired, or I get to do something while spending time with, I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Mm. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I'm just going to say that. All right. Wait, did I do it? Oh, yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I are physically intimate or my partner gives me a little gift that he or she picked up in the normal course. What's of the difference? Yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my partner says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or, ho or hobby with my partner. It's more meaningful to me when my partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or my partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. It's more meaningful to me when my partner helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy, or I hear my partner specifically tell me, I appreciate you. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while, or I hear my partner say how much I mean to him or her. Oh, 100%. Wait, that was it for me. How did I get another question? I don't know. It's more meaningful to me... When? When I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything, or my partner does something practical to help me out. What's your answer? Uh, uh, interesting. Mine's acts of service. I got a... <laughs> what did you get? Quality time. So what does quality time mean, Stephen? Quality time is, in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or... The failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. I would just like to say we had Stephen's parents who are staying about a mile. They live about a mile and a half from where we're staying. Take this test. And Stephen and his dad got the same. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? You're both quality time. That's right. And what's interesting is your mom and I got the same results. Oh, shit. What the hell? Oh, my God. So what is your result? Acts of service. Mm -hmm. Can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? 
Uh, absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most want to hear. I can help you with that. Can I help you with that? Let me do that for Let you. Let me do that for you. <laughs> Let me do that for you. Oh, that's like music to my ears, Steven. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. What do you think, Stephen? Is that accurate? I mean, yeah, I guess. I think for you, I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah. What did you, what was your second choice? Your second? It was physical touch. Mine was acts of service. Interesting. And then my third one was physical touch, then receiving gifts, and then words of affirmation. <laughs> wow. You don't need much affirmation. Nah. Hmm. No, I just need, like, your time. I need you to touch me, and I need you to do things for me. Okay? <laughs> All right? Well, that's so interesting. I feel like we should read the book now because yeah. I would like to know more about how to speak your language. I wish you would, you know? I know. <laughs> I mean, I actually think that we do pretty good with this because, um, you know, in periods of our relationship when maybe we aren't listening to one another or aren't communicating, um, we've figured out how to. Um, maybe not always like super gracefully, but you know, there have been times when we've had to have conversations about our feelings and about what we want from one another. And, you know, we're definitely a work in progress and I'm super grateful that we're in this quarantine isolation together. And, and now I'm even more grateful that you know what language to speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that I do a good job of doing, of speaking your language? Mm -hmm. Or no? That yeah. sounded like a lie. You went, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like times where I feel like, and this is, we, we've talked about this. If I don't tell you to do it, it doesn't happen. Right. I have to literally be like, that do this and this and this and this. Yes, but I also And think then you'll that... do it and you will always do it. But there's never a moment where it's like, oh, and while I was doing that, I saw these other things I could do and I did those. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. But like also I'm I don't know that like a lot of times I feel like you don't tell me that you want me to do those certain things. Right. That's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Do you think you speak my language? I think you are so physical that sometimes I think I... No, but mine is not physical. It's oh, right. Like... What is it? Quality time? I don't think... I think sometimes... It's quality time. I think sometimes I piss you off with my with my distractions because I get very... Yeah, you're super distracted all of the time. I'm very ADD. Yes. And so I'm always like, can you not bang all these things on the table while we're recording it's gonna be all in the recording <laughs> so i think you know you want a lot of times you want like undivided attention and usually you want it when i'm in the middle of like working and that can be frustrating but 
I, I do think I could do better when we are together to thank you not be thank on my you. phone. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> I know that must have been hard for you. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel so um. It's like we're in isolation, right? But like, I feel so worn out today. It's so interesting. I think it's because like we painted my brother's house the other day and like I'm tired from that and then like I taught and I took a ballet class and then you know I don't know it's like, I feel very tired today my you're very busy I'm just so busy you're just so busy in quarantine <laughs> I mean I guess whatever that means um it's interesting I just feel very calm 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 well well so let's talk about our next segment we call this segment spotlight on love all right <laughs> here we go all right so the question is from a follower on instagram who dm'd us and they said i'm thinking about moving from new york to seattle to be with my boyfriend we've been dating long distance for three years do you think it's a good time or should we wait for the pandemic to end? Oof. I mean, personally, if you're going from New York to Seattle, these are like two of the worst hit cities in America for the pandemic. Right. Yeah. I would say like tell your boyfriend to meet you somewhere in the middle. Maybe um, North Dakota. I don't know who, <laughs> who has a who has a low rate. I don't know. Low <laughs> Any oh, of the Dakota rate, I don't know. Not a Montana, low, not a low interest rate, a low COVID rate. Montana would be pretty. Maybe Montana. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe now is not the best time, but like I also feel like if you have like plans in motion, and you've already kind of like got the ball rolling by either like buying a house or already renting an apartment, or you have a job that I, I guess that doesn't make sense, but because I feel like everything would be online. So I don't know, but I would say, I guess now is probably not the best bet. Like maybe wait a month or two and like see where we're at in this whole like craziness that's going on. And, you know, because right now it feels like there's still like not a lot of answers. And especially if you're going from one hot zone to the other hot zone, maybe it's not the best idea right now. Also, like, I mean, unless you have a job and I just feel like moving right now until everything is really back online yeah because like who knows what's going to happen to the economy like honestly and you're going to move to a city where like <laughs> what are the jobs you're going to have what is your boyfriend's job going to be there's just so much stuff in the air up in yeah. the air that i just wonder if like it might be better to just wait unless you're like you know this is the one you want to be together and you're willing to like you just take the risk of like a, like we have a friend who was in Wicked with me who drove across the country to uh, get home to LA and she ended up getting like she stayed I think it took her four days and she stayed at like two different hotels and then she got oh, right. the and she got COVID yeah and so you're just risking a lot I think mm -hmm. by doing that and if you're willing to risk it because you love him then I say go for it, but yeah, but just... maybe you can consider relocating somewhere else together. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. It's so hard to say. I think you should do you and you probably know what that is. But if you're second guessing it, then just wait. 
Just wait. What would you have done if we had been dating? And let's say, like, when so we started dating, I went to Denver, right? Mm-hmm. And Denver was like in April. Okay. So let's say that the shutdown happened. I was in Denver. You were in New York. What would you have done? Well, so it was before I went to Denver. I don't remember. Yeah, I guess so. So like, like in the state, our like you know, was... like we like we have friends who are in Toronto with Hamilton, and oh, they right. and they and flew up just... to be together because they had already paid for their housing. Oh yeah. It's what would you have wanted say. to do? Like, I don't know. I mean, I. I mean, I know that we probably would have talked on the phone a lot because we did mm-hmm. at that time. So like, I think that it might might end up just us trying to get together somewhere. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Would you have stayed in New York? You think? No. Yeah, absolutely not. Right. I would have left. Yeah, which we did. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? I would have not stayed. Like whether I was with you or by myself, I would have probably left around the same time that I did. So our poor New York City man, it is just being really ravaged by this thing because there's just no way. Like with them shutting Broadway down until September six. Or longer. Or longer, yeah. That the city's going to bounce back too quick, right? Yeah, I mean, it will. It's just going to take time. And, you know, tomorrow is... Not tomorrow. Oh, my God. Friday. <laughs> I keep thinking tomorrow is Friday. I don't and know it's why totally you, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Tuesday today. <laughs> I've done this, like, three times today. Anyways, so on Friday, certain counties, like, upstate, are going to start opening things in New York. So that's positive and, you know, we'll see what happens and hopefully everyone will continue to be safe and there won't be like crazy breakouts and, um, you know, I just hope for the best. I mean, that's all we can do right now and, mm-hmm. and do our part, stay in, wash your hands, try and figure out new ways to, um, create income (laughs) that's like kind of what's happening yeah and um so if you're i would say like if you don't have a job and your boyfriend's in seattle just go be with the people you love yeah i guess that's what i would have said yeah i think you should go i don't know and maybe not i don't know i I tell you what if we take for granted how nice it is to To be together be alone yeah and we we shouldn't take that for granted I think it's probably really hard for some people who are by I, themselves I, I can only and by themselves in New York City yeah. would be really tough. So, so I go think meet them. Go be with them, but be Careful. so safe, clean, wash everything all the time. <clears throat> you can't be too clean. Nope. So Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Well, thank you for writing in. If you want some relationship advice from us that's completely unqualified, Shoot us a DM on Instagram at Broadway Husbands or check out our website, broadwayhusbands.com, and you can shoot us an email there. Plus, we have lots of goodies coming to the website, some blogs coming soon. So we want to have... Goodies, like bonbons? Yeah, so join our email list so that you don't miss a thing. And don't forget to... Love who you love. And love what you do.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 